Hey girlies, happy Tuesday. I hope that everyone has had a great start to their week. I hope you all had a great week last week. And I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. I'm so excited. I have a special guest and it's someone that I grew up with. Um, We cheered together through high school and I feel like her story could just really resonate with people. And honestly, like it's amazing. And just from being like a young single mom to where she is now, I feel like I don't know. I feel like a lot of people could resonate with it and she's honestly amazing and it's Melanie Winners. So I'm going to talk to her and I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Hey, how are you? My snacks, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. I'm nervous too, but I feel like it's, we know so much about each other. We have so much to say. And I can't get my heifer kids to sleep, so I'm afraid they're going to walk in and make me say something crazy. <laughs> it's okay. I'm literally in our storage room because um, my kids are running around upstairs, and so there's, like, clothes in the background, and... I mean, it's exactly like my place. <laughs> I'm literally like, how can I crop this? I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I was so right. nervous. I don't know why. I'm good. Why do you think makes you nervous? I don't. I don't know. I know you, so I don't know why I'm nervous. <laughs> I just feel like there's some interesting information that we'll come up with. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited about it. Me too. But I'm like, oh god, <laughs> let's hope I don't say anything crazy on. Did here. you get permission or not permission to say anything? No, he wouldn't give me a exact answer. Yeah. I- gonna go with the flow and see whatever happens <laughs> okay and go from there i don't really have anything to hide i'm trying to respect him as much as possible like we went to the fair together with the kids earlier yeah and I'm, county thought we're back together and i'm like no i'm divorced from him i know yeah. i'm very curious about that story <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> we could talk about it <laughs> Okay, so I was going to start off with how we met. I don't even remember how we met. I Obviously, school and, like, cheerleading, but I, I feel like... Was, honestly, I think it was just in middle school, in Spivey's class. Yeah. And, and cheerleading and everything. Georgia and... Yeah, you were already friends with Georgia, weren't you? So that's probably yeah. how we became friends. Yeah, because I, I went... I started in National City in third grade. Yeah. So... Her and Alexis were my first friend. Oh. I know all of you guys went to elementary school together, and I went, I bounced back and forth between, like, Pleasant View and then Amqui in Madison. I didn't actually come to Cheatham until fifth grade, and my parents were still, like, getting their shit together, and we were still moving all around. But I, they never moved me school districts again. <laughs> I mean, it felt like you've been there forever. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, that, I think that's how we met. I feel like our stories with our parents are a lot alike, too. The mom, the everything. Yeah. How is your mom? Um, I mean, we have a better relationship now because you know I've not really been. Yeah. Out her, I still am ready to fight her half the time, but <laughs> you know. then she lives in Pegram. Uh, she's been dating the same man for ten years. Yeah. I don't know. She was always like the fun mom, like the. I remember she talks about it sometimes, how when we lived in the cabin and everybody came over and dyed their hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Somebody said they were going to dye um, 
Chevy's aunt, like, he randomly will want blue hair, and she was like, hey, I'm gonna, like, dye his hair with Kool-Aid, and I was like, do not. Like, I know he's a boy, but it will stain, and, like, he doesn't get his head, like, shaved. Like, he gets it, like, faded, and so it's not always a lot that comes off, and I'm like, do not dye his hair with Kool-Aid. It will not come out. You're not doing that. I'm like, like, I will shave his head if you dye his hair blue like I don't care about for like the summer or whatever but I'm like that's what I thought I thought I was gonna do a red streak right here for the summer and that did not come out <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she's good um Sarah lives at home with her yeah yeah all other entertaining stories so <laughs> I feel like you and your sisters are a lot closer now we are Emily, I've just gotten back closer with, but she's still super bougie and travels the world. She'd be, I think she's moving to Spain or Barcelona. Well, that is Spain in a year and a half. Oh, I think I always like, always got that vibe from her. She's come through for me uh, a few months ago for like the first time ever. Yeah. For like life and financial stuff when I went through a struggle moment. Yeah. And I mean, it was really weird. I was like, yeah. I still the gun, but I'm still the only one that hasn't been in like a physical fight with them. That's the story itself since I've been an adult. adult. Yeah, that's so funny. I was gonna say before we like get into it, I I need your confidence. Like I like just from like knowing you from like you know like growing up together to now, I like see you and I'm like, dang, I need that in my life. You're just like. Uh, no. So confident, and I need some boobs. And <laughs> the boobs help. The boobs help. But that I've only just come into that. Yeah. And like you'll, if we get into it, you'll kind of see. Like I'm super. I'll either not be the biggest fan of Grady or Tyler or something, but then Grady's also still in some form. As much as I'd say, my best friend. Yeah. I feel like he's like that, though. Um, I mean, I don't know. It just kind of everything. I think the divorce helped me with that because he would put me down a lot. Yeah. And I'll probably admit that I'm wrong about a lot of things as well. Yeah. Which, if he listened to it, I'm sure that'll be the first time he actually hears me admitting I'm wrong. You think he'll listen? asked me so he said well what do you have to do and I was like I gotta go podcast and he was like do you podcast I said I do now and he was like who and I said I don't know I guess you'll find out I'm sure you'll find out everybody goes and tells you stuff that I post or whatever do they oh yeah that's so petty people are so dumb oh yeah I'm when he got in his addiction and everything and I just basically checked out and was like, I'm doing everything by myself. Yeah. He up at state, and I had no clue where he was for months. Oh, there's so much to this story. I mean, there's so much more. Like, just all kinds of stuff. Never in my life have people made me want to bring out ghetto and redneck so bad. You're Medea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I out about six months ago, but... And you know what's so funny? Somebody said something to me the other day, and I was like, you better let me go. Ha ha. 
And they were like, what are you doing? I was like, don't you watch Medea? Don't you understand? I was like, me and my friend Kayla in high school, we always walk through the halls. Yeah. I was telling Grady about that for years. And he was like, y'all are idiots. And I was like, don't talk shit. Okay, so I'll go back to where... So we met in middle school and... Yep. I feel like we were just like really close from like the get go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then high school cheerleading. Did you? Yeah, we cheered. You cheered all through high school, right? I, my memory is literally like. So I cheered junior and senior year. I made it for the freshman year. Yeah. But if you, you may not remember. So that summer, do you remember when my mom was married to Johnny? Yes. I was really like evil, but I had every right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I got in trouble at home, and she made it to where Johnny convinced her to pull me out so I wasn't allowed to show up, and she wouldn't pay for my cheer camp clothes or anything. Yeah. And I got shipped off to my dad's. Found out a day before school that I'm going to be going to Sycamore. Hated it, and within a few months, he realized he couldn't afford to take care of me. So I got shipped back to my mom's, and that's when I surprised everybody in the hallway. I remember that. I remember some teacher yelling at us for screaming. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> it was in one of the pods. Yeah. I know Josiah, he's about to go to um, Hill Start High School in August, and he did a tour, and I was like, do you remember, like, what pod is what? And he, his eyes got all big, and he was like, no. <laughs> he said, when do I get my schedule? I was like, first day of school. <laughs> oh, he's going to Cheatham? Yeah. Kind of cool that he's going to go to the same school that you did. Yeah, he went to Cheetah Middle for 8th grade this past school year. And it was so funny because, like, Michaela Coulter works there as a 7th grade teacher. He was in Mary Ashton's homeroom. And then he had Megan Anderson as a science teacher. Funny. That's cool. Yeah, it was so funny. So, but yeah, I was like, do you know what pods are what? And he was like, no. He was like, can I tour it again? And I was like, no. Like, you'll get your schedule the day of school. Well, that's how it was for us. And we had to figure it out I wonder if they still have like the cheerleaders show everybody the way we need to ask Nicolette because she's the coach is she I was wondering Uh, she's been the coach for a few years oh that's awesome send me back to the high school (laughs) can we maybe she can set up like an alumni something I have been like let's do this we've got this I was like, you could be a part of it. Just reach out to a bunch of us because I think Sycamore does it all yeah. the time. Hey, I and can I still do my back handspring. It may hurt, but I can still do it. Yeah. I think I did a back handspring and I did a back tuck and I tried to do like just a toe touch and I about died. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't need to be doing this, but I will stretch for an alumni event. <laughs> that would be so fun. We need to reach out to her. Yeah. It, she works for my mom. Oh, does she? Yeah. So my That's mom's so like, funny. Work mom. Yeah. But, Is that how yeah. you got to, did she reach out to you about coach, or I'm um, not coaching. Um, judging. Yeah, judging the cheer tryouts. Yeah. I ended up not getting to go this year, but I did it the year before. Okay. Um, she, just everything was crazy. Rosalie was sick and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but... Funny enough, whenever we were judging, I was like, um, you don't condition them or anything? Like, they don't have to run during the week of tryouts? 
They don't have to like throw up and want to. They die. don't have to condition. No, they literally do like the dance and cheer and everything. And then one of them showed up late, and they still got to try out. And I was like, "Uh, you need to be." This tra- would have never happened. I was like, "You need to be Chandler on this." And she was saying something, and I said, "Do you need me to bring it full force?" Like, this is not how it works. Yeah. And- a boy so i'm over here just looking around like um can i please say something and then they kept talking over her after they already found out like on the last day that's who made the squad and they went over this thing and they were talking over her and the whole time i was just like tapping the table getting really mad like trying to hold yourself together (laughs) and nicolette's youngest sister mary she, she just graduated but last year, she was trying out for her senior year. And, of course, I've known Mary since she was four. Yeah. Danced with Nicolette and all that stuff from when they were little. So, Mary, she could tell by looking at me, like, thanks for coming. Thank you so much for judging. Do you have something to say, Melanie? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I finally spoke up. You know, I was nice. But I was just like, I think you all need to appreciate that you made this team. And be thankful for a coach that gets here and works a job and gets here and does what she does for you. And make sure to be respectful and remember these are your last years. And pay attention. Don't ruin it. And then Nicolette just looked at me. I was like, can I please say something more? And I called my mom when I left. And I was like, no. I need to go full force and make these people run and throw up. I don't like But if any of them are listening to this at some point, you all could. You just need a little bit more, like, you need sh- little structure, a little more something. Who else coaches with her? So, I think they have a role now where there has to be a teacher or somebody that works at the school. Oh, okay. But, so, there's a teacher that did it last year with her, because she used to just do it herself, and I think it's the same teacher this year. I'm not really sure who it is. It's a young teacher. Oh, okay. I have no clue. I don't know if she has cheerleading experience or anything, but yeah, I think it's kind of like when, uh, you know, Angie, yeah, was yeah, she, um, so Angie's nephew, it is like my whole life is like full circle. So Angie's sister, um, Melissa, she works at Chevy school. She's a fourth grade teacher and yeah. her son went to Bo's preschool and they were in the same class. And so now like Angie's nephew and my son Bo are going to kindergarten together and Angie's like anytime there's like an event she's there helping out and it's so funny because I'm like walking in with my 5,000 kids and I'm like hey <laughs> is it still like the same and everything yeah yeah I yeah seen it forever. I know I was, and I'm like I, I'm such a person that's like oh gosh like don't talk to me don't like oh <laughs> And she's like, hey, like she's like super outgoing and like I love her to death. And I'm like, hey, but I'm like, I just, you never know if it's going to be like awkward or anything, you know, if like people you haven't seen in a long time. So you're just like, I'd rather, I'd rather not even find out. <laughs> so. she, lives, um, she has a house. I'm not going to say like where it is, but she has a house near where um, Grady's family lives. Oh, okay. Um, so whenever I first got with him and everything, I didn't realize until, um, Grady's younger brothers, Bubba's kids. Yeah. 
rolling around in the neighborhood on bikes and everything. Oh, they were grown when we got together, but still, like, everybody was just doing crazy stuff, especially when it snowed. And he was like, oh, yeah, Angie lives over here. We used to go there all the time in high school and roll through the yard and everything. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't either. That's so funny. Forever. I probably wouldn't even say much because I see people all the time and I don't really talk to them. (laughs) I think think I'm being rude, but I'm like, no. Yeah. Talk. Your phone's like cutting out a little bit, but I don't know if it's where it's like propped up because sometimes mine does that. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Because it was under propped up. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I want to. Did you cheer? Well, going back to like, like cheerleading and stuff. So you cheered eleventh and twelfth grade, but you yeah. do. Well, obviously you remember. I was going to say do you remember. Um, your wreck. Our senior yeah. year was, like, insane. Yeah. Did you know that me and Georgia were supposed to ride with you? I do. I remember that. I was, like, because, uh, like, when it happened, because I think we were waiting on, um, I think I had to, I don't know, I had to do something, or I had to, like, wait a little bit before we left, and so we, like, told you to, like, go ahead or whatever, but literally, whenever we found out that it was you... She whips it over to, like, that first, like, pull off. And we literally ran as fast as we could. All these cards are backed up. Like, what are y'all doing? We ran to your wreck. And we were just like, like, what do we do? Like, they're like, you can't be over here. And we're like, no, like, we're we're over here. Like, we're helping. What do we do? And, yeah, I don't but, remember. Um, Emily does. We talk about it. And, you know, my mom, like, she... Every year to the day, December 5th. Does she? Uh, December 5th, 2011. But when it hits December 5th, there's always something in our life crazy that happens on that day anyways. So yeah. she'll always post it or send a message or something. I'm so proud of you or whatever. But um, Emily Emily doesn't talk about it much. I think it, it really is traumatic for her. Yeah. I don't remember much. Funny enough, I do remember a little bit right before it happened, but mm-hmm. I don't remember realizing it was going to happen. But yeah. Emily told me a lot. Um, she did say how y'all ran down there and y'all were getting like really sassy since they said that y'all couldn't be there. <laughs> and uh, she said that um, I just remember it was raining and I wasn't speeding. We had the music really loud, and I turned it down, and somehow we got on the subject about hickeys. I n- <laughs> Neither of us had one, <laughs> but somehow we got on that subject, and I remember pushing, like, you know how you can adjust your seat forward yeah. a little bit? I remember I was like, it's raining so bad, I can't see, so I'm adjusting forward. First mistake right there. But not long before I left the high school, I remember it was raining bad, and I thought it was weird that my mom called me and was like, you're not going to gymnastics. And I said, I have to go. Like, I'm a senior. Yeah. I have to go. This is how it's working. I'm showing up. Well, you need both your sisters to go, because Sarah was supposed to come with us that day, too. Yeah. So, like, they normally, you know, they normally would not come to anything like that. Yeah. And, um, but she didn't. So... Basically, from what I am being told from Emily and then the SRO, who was at the high school then, yeah, I guess he showed up, and then um, Dylan Rice, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I found out a lot after, but my mind completely blacked it out. But apparently, um, I just was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And when I hydroplane, the other car that I hit was hydroplaning at the same time. Yeah. And I guess he didn't have a seatbelt on, so he had full, like, body cast when he got to Vanderbilt. Everything was broke, and he was out of work for a long time. He worked at A.O. Smith, apparently, oh. driving from Clarksville. Um, but Emily said I knew that the car was about to hit her side, so I swerved it a little bit to hit mine a bit more. Yeah. I don't remember. And um, I guess, you remember... So I broke my arm. Yeah. And the bone was coming out of it. And mm-hmm. apparently I bent the steering wheel in half. But that wasn't like from the crush of the car, like the crash part. It was yeah. literally me pulling on it. Yeah. I just think I'm the Hulk or something. <laughs> and then, of course, everything crushed in on my ankle. And you know how my jaw broke. Mm-hmm. So it was wired shut for like six months. Um, but that was from the airbag. Like, that was just the airbag that did that. Yeah. And then... That's crazy. Because I moved so close to it, that's what gave me whiplash. hmm And then crushed it even more. And, I mean, there was other stuff, but... Um, it was so scary. It was pretty bad. Like, um, my mom always will say... She's like, they were making announcements at the school and everything about visiting hours. And I was like, what? hmm Said, well, Melanie, they were saying you were going to die. Yeah. And I was like, well, uh, I mean, I do specifically remember one moment where, I don't know, I don't think I'm making this up, but I really feel like I was dying. Yeah. In the hospital after I already got there and everything. I don't remember anything until I saw Emily. I thought she was walking in. Yeah. But apparently she was in a wheelchair, and I think I, supposedly I started crying, because I thought I killed her. Yeah. Um... And then she started crying. She's probably going to be so embarrassed that I said that. But it was pretty bad. And um, she, like, later on that night, from my understanding, I remember, like, being in pain. I don't remember how bad it was, but I remember being in pain. And, you know, like, when you're in the hospital after having a kid or something and you can hear the TV, but you're kind of out of it after getting hurt a little bit? So I remember seeing lights from the TV and then everything kind of dim and yeah. all the, like get really quiet and I had no pain. Like I remember smiling and feeling at peace. It was so weird. And all of a sudden, all I can hear really loud, but everything else is muffled, is alarms going off and people running in and yelling. And I hear my mom screaming and <laughs> like, she'll tell you this to this yeah. day. Um, yeah, so apparently, like, they, I remember them putting an oxygen mask on me, and then they were like, say, I don't know what it was saying, but it was muffled, and they were saying something, and she was like, save her, please save her, and um, everything, like, my stats dropped really low, and they were about to have to do CPR and everything yeah. again, and I don't remember how I came back with it, but my mom tells me, she was like, Melanie, like, you were literally, you flatlined again. You flatlined again in the hospital and everything, and it just, I just remember her screaming. And yeah. I was like, well, we joke about it now, but I'm like, that's the best I felt in my life. I had no pain or nothing. And I swear, that sounds horrible, but, like, I don't know if I 
was going, but I feel like I was. Yeah. And if that's how it feels to go, then that's the way to do it. <laughs> like, I felt so at ease. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember her kept saying, like, um, like, obviously she was scared to, like, lose you, but she, I guess, because you were born, like, really premature, weren't you? Yeah. And so that's, like, one thing she kept saying was, like, she thought she was going to lose you when you were born, and she didn't, and then she thought she was going to lose you now, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, poor thing. Like, she's, y'all have given her a run for her money. <laughs> I, I tell her all the time I was a million-dollar baby, and now I'm really worth a lot of money from that, from all the surgeries and the metal in me. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I have a freaking metal jaw now. What are you talking about? I am worth a lot. I don't think that we ever talked to, like, I don't ever remember, like, you going into details after your wreck. It was kind of like, you know, we had, like, your benefit thing at the school and stuff. And after that, I don't know. We just, I feel like we ne- we didn't really bring it up. Like, it happened, but nobody talked about it kind of thing. So. Well, or at least I, I don't remember that. talking about it. I didn't, no, nobody really did. I didn't go back to school for months. Like, yeah. I in December, yeah. And I didn't go back. I tried to go back in March. And what was the English teacher that made us write those long essays? Oh, I cannot remember his name. But I remember, like, because, of course, I mean, I was doped up on Loratab and all the good drugs. Yeah. And it, of course, jaw wired shut, so it had to be liquid. Like, I was taking liquid morphine in the high school. But... <laughs> You're, like, in your bottle. <laughs> yeah. I literally, at that game, that benefit, I was literally through a straw. <laughs> liquid morphine and more. I feel like all of that was such a blur. I was also, like, so, like, stuck on... I was with JD at the time and I was just like so stuck on him and he didn't want to, not that he didn't want to be there, but he didn't go to our school or anything. So I think it was, I don't know. And it was after a game and I don't know, like I remember coming over and like me, you and Georgia, like sitting on that couch or like standing up and like helping you, like we were trying to dance and stuff. And so I feel like that whole time was just like a blur. But after senior year, like I feel like, like me and Georgia stayed close for a while, but like after senior year, I feel like everyone just kind of went their separate ways and then. Like, we're all friends on Facebook, but, um, well, me and you, I feel like we, we, like, drifted apart for a little bit, and then you were the only person that came downtown with me that year for my birthday. <laughs> I remember. How old was that? Was I 19? I think it was my uh, 19th birthday, or was it my 20th? It had to, it was 20th, because we weren't 21 yet. Okay. And I remember. I was super pregnant on my 21st. <laughs> yeah. You, you. I don't know if I need to say. Oh, you can say whatever. You were, we were talking at one point. You were like, I think, I think I'm pregnant. I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And because it was in Planet Fitness days a little bit too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for a week or whatever. Yeah, I was with Tyler then. So, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, what are your symptoms or whatever? And I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) I guess we'll find out. And then you were. Um, Planet Fitness was like I'm very outgoing around people I know, and they you have to like sell the memberships. And I remember that that group I, came in. I failed. <laughs> I failed my tour, and I didn't do it in the right order. And I'm like, why do I have to do these stupid things anyways? And he was like, he was like, you failed. <laughs> I was like, who cares? <laughs> I so I'm still friends with him because he actually is from Kingston Springs, Pegram. Yeah. Yeah. 
And um, I see them all the time, like actually every year at the fair and um, or Summerfest or something. Uh, like genuinely, I had a good friendship with him. I'm still yeah. friends with plant fitness people. Um, but yeah, I remember he's like, oh, she is getting sassy about this tour. I was like, <laughs> look, if she don't, she don't want to do it. I can't tell you anything. And he was like, she failed. And I said, you know, you could have just said that right there. He's like, oh, I told her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I don't know what you're telling me for. There's yeah, I, I quit shortly after because I was like, I can't do this. Like, I I can stand here and, like, check people in all day long, but I'm not giving tours. Like, I'm not about to, I will fail these every single time because it makes me nervous. <laughs> you're so funny. I, I hated doing tours, but I was good at them. Uh, but I think that I was just like, of course, I was a single mom and everything. Too, yeah. I was a baby. And yeah. A lot of male tension, male tension there. So yeah. I didn't care. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go do a tour. <laughs> and then I remember um, coming to Murfreesboro. I don't even remember. Why did oh, you no. live out there? Okay, so I, when did you? Okay, so after senior year, were you? So you got? When did you get pregnant? I'm gonna. I'm gonna be really specific about this one. Okay. I think I need to clarify a few things on here for people. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, so I was going to MTSU, and I got in one of those college apartments out there. You know how you could live off? Yes. I want to say off base. It's not a base. But off campus? <laughs> off, off campus, Yeah. Um, but it's still college. Because Patrick Atkins and all them in Austin had yeah. an apartment from in the same complex. So Chandler uh, was supposed to move out there, and she just didn't. So I was out there by myself. Well, I didn't go to college the first semester, like, after we graduated. Mm -hmm. So I started in, like, I moved out there in December, but I started in January. That's how I was, yeah. So I think I signed my lease, and I moved out there December 1st. And Tyler, so everybody knows, is TA. And Tyler, like, we had, I don't know if you knew this. I think you may have. but Y'all like, were, like, secretly hooking up? We had been since I was, right before I was graduating. Yeah. Like, I mean, he came and met my mom when, after the car accident, Whitley and Hannah and all them, like, our families had been close for years. Yeah. The first point that they knew. Mm -hmm. So we've been with them and, um. Like, he would come over there, and, yeah, I would go over to the apartments up the hill by McDonald's, you know, the side that was condemned. Yeah. Where he lived, and although I know he found out later, and I won't name names, but he was sleeping with other people, but I didn't get pregnant then or anything. Um, he ended up going to college in California. Yeah. He played football out there, right? Yeah. So, he played football. He came back for holiday break. He saw me whenever we all went. Um, there was like a basketball game at Cheatham. It might—I don't know what it was. Was it when you? Me. Was it when you had to like? Because you and Grady did the. Um, no, I I was pregnant then. Yeah. Okay, so it, this was just. It was before. It was in. Well, that was like in January or February. That was in February. I know the date to be exact. It's really stupid why I remember the date. But 
So I, um, basically I moved out and in my first week of living out there and then the day after or hours after Tyler got in from California, he saw me at the game mm-hmm. and he texted me and he was like, so am I coming to your place? And he was also going out to Murfreesboro to hang out with like all the other people and that he hung out with out there and like Grace, Vance and all them. And, um, I know we hung out with Michael Welsh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely him, and he just, I picked him up from where he was, uh, he came over to my apartment, and I got pregnant, and I knew within, because, you know, I was super scrawny, skinny, and yeah. something fell off, so I, something in my head told me that I got pregnant on, I know it's tacky that I know this. December 7th, December 7th, (laughs) and I remember on New Year's Eve, I was like, I feel weird, so, and I was going to babysit for somebody that worked with my mom, their kids, and I was like, I can't stand kids. And I remember you like, I'm not having kids, I can't stand kids. No, I'm just like, ew, but yeah, make money, whatever. I take a test, and I find out about an hour before I go that I'm pregnant. Well, obviously, it's Tyler's like, I wasn't sleeping around with a bunch of people. Yeah. So I call my Nana, because you know Nana. Nana and Granddad are the partiers, and they were out partying for New Year's. Nana was drinking her liquid marijuana, and she answered the phone. And I was like, Nana, because I was so scared. And yeah. she said, what? And I was like, um, I'm pregnant. And she was like, I can't hear you. What? So I told her. She said, okay, we love you. Just like she told my mom when she got pregnant by my dad, like, you don't have to marry him. Yeah. You don't have to be with the person. We'll support you. Have you told your mom? I was like, I literally just found out and I'm probably two weeks pregnant, literally. So, no. Um, told Tyler and for some reason he doesn't remember this, but his response was, ouch. And I was like, um okay by that time within that two-week time frame he ended up not going back to college he had some legal issues so he ended up not going back out there and he already was flirting and hanging out with other people and unfortunately Mm -hmm. one of them is no longer here um passed away so i I just don't want to put her name out there Um, but it definitely is something where he Look, me and Tyler are actually cool for the most part now. Yeah. But um, he very much was like, okay, well, I want to be with this person, so that's what I'm going to do. And I was like, okay, whatever. But then somehow it turned into him living with me, and he didn't have a vehicle then. Um, I worked at Victoria's Secret at Aubrey Mills and at Route 21, so he ended up moving in lot of illegal shit that I didn't necessarily know at the time was happening. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, he lived with me. I got, I was, I was in January when he came there and basically he was there till April. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he got a vehicle finally and I didn't see him again for 
I was four months pregnant. I didn't see him again until I was eight and a half months pregnant. I was going to say, I know he was at your baby shower. I saw him one time before that. At yeah. The wave pool. Uh, with... <laughs> Most like. <laughs> yeah. It, it was at the wave pool. And to be honest, I was a little stalkerish because I was like, you really don't show up to the appointments. You want him to have your last name like you just completely do not contact me out of nowhere again tyler if you hear this i'm not judging now but no it's okay i went through literally the same thing with my tyler see that <laughs> something about those tylers uh i don't know i just was like this is crap so i figured out he was gonna be there because certain like he hung out with dominic and all of them yeah and they were posting on social media they were going to be there. And I was like, okay, all right, I'm going. I'm, I'm pulling up. up. <laughs> pulling up. I was hanging out there. And I. Who were you met, with? Um, Melanie Stone. Oh. And um, so I, I wasn't acting crazy or anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was, I mean, I was grossly severely pregnant. Like I, we all know how I felt about it. I was like, oh, I have a parasite in me. Yeah. I love my child, okay? But I was yeah. very weird about it. And um, I saw him. He was flirting with some lifeguards. And I remember the whole group was there and saw me and immediately started laughing. And they might have just been high as well. Yeah. And not remember. But I remember they did not acknowledge me or say anything. And then I saw him two weeks later at my baby shower. Um. He hugged me. Basically, when people started showing up was the first time I had saw him since. So yeah. I saw him that, and it was like basically apologies, and I'm going to turn over and you leave. But we all know, um, I like to explain it, Tyler and T.A. are two different people. Um, Tyler is the most kind-hearted, amazing person, and... I don't think people really get to see that side of him. Yeah. Like, he genuinely loves to take care of people and do for people. Because mm-hmm. he has. He's had a good life, but he's had a hard life. And he's been through some stuff. And there was times, like, people don't realize he's goofy. He's fun. Like, he was good to me in certain moments. But T.A. is for the world. And yeah. And T.A. was showing out. Mm-hmm. And he... He, you know, he just flirted with everybody. He would flirt with my sisters, and they would be like, no. And yeah. It, it was just a hot mess, but he did. Um, you know, he was at the hospital when Jeremiah was born, and that's a different story itself. Um, it just was a horrible pregnancy, and it wasn't a fun time at all. Yeah. And the whole co-parenting thing sucked for the longest time, and we recently had a struggle a difficulty recently but i mean i don't know i'm not really friends with him on social media anymore but i don't know like i know he's having another baby and um that's awesome he's excited about it he is wanting to be in jeremiah's life more and he's not ever been like fully out he just he had to he's having to grow up like we all go through our things mm-hmm. and I think that you know now that he's older of course having another baby it makes a difference at a different age like he was 
I was 18. He just turned 20. Yeah. I'm 21, so. I don't know. Jeremiah's a good brother, so he's excited, but he's like, cool. All right. He's at that age. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he sees his dad. Um, he now sees him. Usually it's every other weekend, and sometimes he'll go a few days more, but. Yeah. His dad more active now. Does Jeremiah, like. Does he, like, try more? Like, I don't know if this makes sense, but I know, like, Chevy around his dad, Tyler, he, like, he will smart mouth me all day long. But, like, if Tyler looks at him sideways, he immediately, like, like perks up. Like, he tries so hard to just, like, get his approval. Um, quite honestly, no. Um. Jeremiah will get sassy and everything with me, um, but he's actually, like, it's very rare. He's probably, I could probably count on one hand how many times he's gotten sassy with me, like, or disrespectful. Yeah. Like, he's a really good kid, and it's happened recently, and there was only one time, like, the other month where he, which he got in trouble for something, but I wasn't even yelling, and he slammed the door on me, and I was so shocked by it yeah because that's not him i was like oh hell no yeah what what's going on but like he to be honest he calls his dad dad now yeah but when he talks about him to me he calls him tyler and i think he definitely knows that's his dad he he has love for him and everything. And I think they're just growing, trying to grow bond. Yeah. I just, to, he never really had stability from any man in his life besides my granddad yeah. or my mom's boyfriend. Not to say that Tyler wasn't in the picture, but he just wasn't the more active dad for the longest time. So he just now, I feel like, is starting to like care more about. Yeah. If, his dad says something a certain way or yeah because his dad like never has really been involved in school things or anything like i have taken care of everything i feel that um i mean his dad never really cared to in the Mm -hmm. past and now he is wanting to yeah so i'm struggling with that a little bit like to be honest i'm in my head i'm like you don't get to nine almost 10 years in just come in and think you get to be on all the paperwork and make all these decisions and uh literally i feel like our even our like co-parenting stories i feel like our adult stories are also so similar so chevy's dad he didn't so it's like my whole pregnancy was the same like dating other people just i literally saw him at the fair huge pregnant at Summerfest, and i took josiah and I was kind of being stalkerish, too, because I knew he was going to be there. And I was like, just not even go to the fair. Like, I can't walk around by myself, huge and pregnant. Like, he's going to know I'm stalking him. So, like, let me go ahead and take Josiah. And so, literally, he was walking around with a girl, saw me, looked the other way. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, that just hurts, you know, because you're like, I'm carrying this yeah. man's kid. And you want so badly for just, like, that attention. Or at least I did. Like, I just wanted the attention. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you got me pregnant and then left. Um, but anyways, like literally went the entire summer, he went to like the first couple appointments and then he went to like the middle, like 20 week ultrasound appointment, but his mom was there to get the gender. Cause his mom did like this big gender reveal for us. 
And I feel like at things like that, he acted like he cared, but more towards the end, like the whole summer didn't ask about anything. And I was like, all right, I'm giving this kid my last name. Like you don't care. And, um, didn't come to the baby shower. I don't, I still don't think he had his own baby shower, but like didn't come to the baby shower or anything. When Chevy was born, I was so nervous cause he was so like, like fly off the wall. Like just, he would just like fly off the wall. And so he, I thought he was sleeping and then, um, doctor came in and was like, okay. Or the pediatrician, he was like, um, like Chevy doesn't have a last name. What's his last name? And I was like, I looked over and I thought he was sleeping and I was like, Chambliss. And I was so nervous to like say it. And then, um, so I gave Chevy my last name and that was just like a whole ordeal. But for literally like two years, we never had a custody agreement. He served me with papers that December. So Chevy was three months old and I got served with papers yeah, but his attorney at the time was just, like, so, like, would go, like, months without saying anything, and then, like, randomly, so then he ended up, like, switching attorneys, but it took us two years to get a custody agreement, so after two years, Chevy finally, which, after, I, don't, I would randomly let Chevy go for, like, he would pick him up for, like, two hours, because I was breastfeeding, so I was like, you can have him for two hours, um, that didn't last like super long. And then when he was two, we got the agreement of like every other weekend. And then when it's not your weekend, it, you get like that Thursday night so that you see him once a week. And he has always gotten him when he's supposed to, but he has not always been present. Like he was doing co-ed softball and he was living with his parents. He still does. And which I'm not knocking him. Our co-parenting is very good right now. So like yeah. not knocking him, but like he his mom would pretty much like take care of Chevy and do everything. And like you said, like wasn't involved in school, literally didn't come to Chevy's kindergarten graduation because he just wasn't like a priority. I guess he was, he was at the point to where he was like, he was saving all his work, like extra time to go on like do tournaments with a softball team. So everything was softball. And then this year in spring, I think March was like his last tournament and he told me, he was like, um, like I'm giving up softball. I'm ready to focus on my kids, whatever. And I was so like, I'm all, I'm so thankful. He helped Shane, like him and Shane together. Um, and then Zach and their other coach, like coach Chevy in baseball. So for the first time, Chevy got to have him coach him. And there was like pros and cons. Cause Chevy does look for his approval so much. So he was so yeah. like, just like so nervous at times, but I think he got to where he was kind of like, didn't care towards the end. But even last year for football, it was Chevy's first year of football, and Shane coached him. And Tyler coached, like, the older group. I'm like, your kid's out here playing football, and you're not coaching him. Whatever. That was, like, a whole other thing. But um, he just recently, like, he's been coming to, like, school stuff. And I'm the same way. I'm like, thank you for doing this. But literally, like, I've been doing this crap for almost eight years, and you're just not coming to the picture, and you're getting all the credit, like, I showed up and it was, <laughs> it kind of hurt my feelings. I know it shouldn't have, but like I showed up and Chevy's used to me coming. So he was like, you know, waved, whatever. Tyler yeah. walks in, he lights up, starts patting his friend. He's like, look at my dad. There's my dad. And I was so thankful that he was so excited, but I was also like, oh. like, he's it's just so hard. used to me coming that he didn't really get excited. And I was kind of like a dagger. I was like, dang, like he's just so used to me being there, which is also a good thing, but I don't know. It was very, <laughs> it was like very like a double-edged sword for me. I feel like. It's a sacrifice. I feel like of being a mom. I'll be honest. Like with Jeremiah, he doesn't, he doesn't really get excited. Yeah. On stuff like that. 
and I usually show up to most things, but, um, like if I can't, my family will be there. Um, honestly, like he's super, like I was just, he'll talk if he's comfortable, Mm -hmm. but if he's not, he's going to be shy and he's going to be like, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. I'm not acknowledging that you're here at the school play, these awards, whatever. And it, like, I feel like Jeremiah is a little bit like that in the sense of he, like, for him, it was weird when his dad started trying to be involved in everything. Yeah. And to me, I know, like, I don't want to sound like I'm not grateful because it has been said recently that, well, you should be glad that he's wanting to be involved now. I am. But not everybody has been there throughout the years and knows yeah. Everything, and well, and it's yeah. like you've did this. Like we don't have an option <laughs> as moms. What? Like if I I missed this leadership day last year, and Chevy was like, "Why didn't you come to leadership day?" And I was like, "Oh, well, you weren't getting like acknowledged or anything, so I didn't come." This year, he was like, "You have to be at leadership day," and like I was like, "Crap, I missed leadership day last year. Like I have to be there." Came to leadership day, he still didn't get acknowledged for anything. It really was. Like, it was a big deal for the school, but, like, I was like, why am I here? And he, but he was so pumped for it. And then, like, for Christmas, their Christmas, um, I thought it was, like, a whole program. And the school was like, yeah, parents can come. He was like, you have to be there. And I was like, okay, like, I'll be there. Me, Shane, and our kids were, I'm not kidding. Like, it wasn't a program for parents to come to. And we were the only family there. Oh, my gosh. But I'm like, I make sure and show up to every single thing to where now it's like, oh, like, it's just my mom. And I'm like, well, that's not fair. Like, you missed out on all of this. And now yeah. he is so excited. I do think it's a little bit different for Chevy only because he was consistently going to Tyler's house. But Tyler wasn't always there. So, like, yeah. he was, he's was he been around him all this time. But now he's excited because his dad's actually, like, showing up and not just oh, I'm going to get you because I have to and then drop you off with my parents and then go somewhere. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. I mean, uh, with Jeremiah, when he used to go over there pretty often, you know, Tyler was raised by his grandparents and his aunt. Yeah. Uh, So um, Mimi, his aunt who passed away, well, and his grandparents, they all passed away and I've loved them. Yeah. Mimi got super close. She, she would call me out. I would call her out, but we got super close. I remember that. And, um, it just, they, it would make me mad because for years, like, especially when he was a baby and stuff, he would be like, it's my time, this or that, or say certain things. But I'm like, it's your time, but you're not getting him. Like, Mimi and all of them are raising him yeah. when he's over there. And I mean, I'm going to be honest, my child doesn't look mixed. But he is, and this is going to sound really bad, but, like, it's true that Tyler is raised a different way than I was raised a different way. Yeah. Like, we aren't raised the same way. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, but, like, we really struggled on that with certain things, like discipline or literally what you put in a baby's bottle like not putting sweet tea yeah for a six month old in a bottle or yeah I, i'm not even kidding like 
baby milk with chocolate syrup in it. So chocolate milk as like a baby, baby. Um, just so many different things, but it that was my biggest thing. And then he would go hang out with other people. And I'm like, I don't get to do that. I'm a single young mom. I don't get to do anything. Nobody, and I was all in my feelings, like, nobody's going to want me. I'm going to be this way forever. He makes me feel so bad about myself. And he could go flirt with everybody else. And everybody on social media thinks I was a one-night stand because that's what he made it out to be. And I'm like, no, that was not it at all. Like, he lived with me. And now people think a certain way about me. Yeah. And it sucks. And I remember I was like, people literally said that I should be excited that I had a kid with him. And I was like, yeah, what? Like, that's a, and I don't mean to make it seem like a bad thing, but I was like, because of his name that he was known by. And I was like, I don't give a crap about that. Yeah. Definitely did not plan it and definitely did not expect anything in this life. But I don't know. He, Jeremiah knows that his dad wasn't around for many things. Mm -hmm. So we do have the moments where it's like, he doesn't want to go to his dad. He would rather, if he's going to go there, he wants to see the neighbor that has the kids. Yeah. He'll still have fun and stuff to an extent. Like, they'll play video games or something. And his dad is becoming more of a dad role. And I'm sure it's setting in, like, with having another baby. Yeah. Um, but you know how it is. Like, when they're with somebody most of the time anyways, like, they're more comfortable with their mom. They're going to act mm-hmm. worse with mom. And yeah, that's just how it is. Like, he, he cares more to be here. And yeah. Even, like, with my divorce that I have he finally the other day um and then even earlier when we met up and went to the fair uh he was like it's so cool to hang out with Grady because Grady helped raise him from the time he was three like so much so that people would say all kinds of stuff on social media about Tyler and all this but then Tyler would finally realize what Grady was doing yeah and started telling him happy father's day and thank you for everything you do for jeremiah oh that's good yeah so i'm just like i mean jeremiah knows who his dad is and even Mm -hmm. though i'm divorced from grady he still looks at grady like a stepdad he doesn't really go over there he could if he wanted to but yeah he just i don't know he doesn't really males aren't a big thing in his life to be honest he doesn't really care what they think yeah which is kind of bad Shane, he's been in Chevy's life since he was a month old, and there's been, like, random times of, like, my Tyler being, like, thank you for everything you do, but Chevy calls Shane dad and calls him daddy, but he also calls Tyler daddy, and when he's talking about him here, he's like, oh, daddy Tyler, but, like, over there, like, from the, literally from the time he was two, when he started going over there, they started telling him, like, that's your stepdad. That's your stepdad. That's your stepdad. And still to this day, he gets in trouble for calling Shane dad. And I'm like, that's one thing that was really hard about them coaching together was yeah. Chevy would have to like do a double take to see if Tyler was around when he would call him dad. And I'm like, that's not fair. Number one, like this man has always taken care of Chevy and he's with us like the majority of the time. And it's not like it's some random guy that I just got with. Like he's literally, this is all Chevy's known is me being with Shane, like, he saw a picture of me and Tyler together when I was 
um, I think it was our gender reveal when I was pregnant. And he was like, I saw a picture of you and my dad. And I never want to see that again. <laughs> Jeremiah said the same thing for my baby shower. <laughs> I was like, you wouldn't like that. And he was like, no, why were you even with him? And I was like, Chevy, that's like how you were born. You wouldn't be here if I wasn't with your dad. And he was like, I never want to see that picture again. <laughs> that is so funny. But like he, it's just what he knows. Like yeah. he, he knows that he's here from you both, but he knows you guys as separately. And he knows and you I've, with Shane. I've and tried I've tried to explain that to Tyler. Like I've sent him long messages whenever Chevy, cause Chevy's like, will you please talk to him? Will you please tell him that I can have two dads? Cause even some of Chevy's like little friends are like, you know, ask their parents, like, why can't I have two dads? You know, Chevy has two dads. That's cool. I want two dads. And, um, but like, it's just, if he notices like Chevy getting more comfortable calling Shane dad around him or something, I don't know. Like Chevy came home. Um, this was probably like fall of last year. We got into like a huge argument and this is when like I sent him the long message about like him calling him dad. And, um, but Chevy had came back to my house and he said that he was like, why did you keep me from my dad until I was two? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, they told me, I'm assuming like Tyler, his dad, his mom, whoever, I don't know who told him because I never addressed it because I'm like, number one, it's going to be a huge argument. And number two, like Chevy, I'll, I can explain things to him when he's a little older and a little more mature and he can understand versus right now, just because I'm mad, like trying to tell him like, well, your dad chose not to be around, but like, apparently he gets told that like he, I kept him from him and me and Tyler's dad, which is Chevy's pawpaw, we had gotten to a really big argument when Chevy was almost one. They asked me to bring him to a birthday party and I already had plans and this was when Tyler literally went, like, so when I was pregnant, he went the whole summer. And then when Chevy was almost one, like, he went the entire summer without seeing him. And they wanted to get him for a birthday party just to, you know, like, oh, show him off. And so um, yeah. I had plans, and I was like, no, I'm sorry. And so his dad had messaged me, Tyler's dad, and was like, I can't wait to take him fishing when he's older and tell him all about how you kept him from us. And I guess he stuck to that. So, like, when the timing was right, he literally told him, or somebody told him that I kept him from them. And I'm like, he, y'all are doing nothing but hurting him and he's going to see this. But sometimes I feel like when he lashes out on me or when he has attitude, I'm like, I just wonder what gets said over there. Cause he's, he's very hard to like get back together once he's here after being there for a weekend. And I'm like, I don't know. And I saw something on TikTok that I really like took into account now, but it's kind of just like give them grace. Like they're trying to get back into routine, but it's like, as soon as he gets back into routine here, he goes back that Thursday. Cause when it's not his weekend, he goes back Thursdays. And so it's just like a never ending cycle. And I'm like, I get to the point where sometimes I'm like, Chevy, I don't know what goes on at your dad's house. And like they I've addressed to Tyler sometimes. I'm like, he is so bad when he comes back. Like he, I'll tell him no. And he immediately just like acts crazy. And he's like, well, he's not bad here. So I don't know what to tell you. And I'm like, but you let him do whatever the hell he wants to do and know he's not bad and he's not getting in trouble, but you're giving him a phone all day or you're giving him a tablet all day, or I don't really know what y'all do, but whatever it is. And Chevy's told me before, like, I just hold everything in until I get back home. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, can you not? <laughs> right. It's, I mean, Jeremiah did that when he was younger. He doesn't really do that now, but like, it sounds like Chevy has a relationship with his dad and. I'm hoping he so, outgrows it, though. <laughs> Just, not the relationship, but outgrows all this. I think he'll outgrow it. I mean, honestly, like, Rosalie, she'll come back. Um, 
she came back from her dad on Monday evening, and she is so sassy. I was like, I do not like you right now. You have got to stop this. And she now is trying the manipulation of, I want to go back to my daddy's, and daddy buys me this. Is she a daddy's girl? Yes, and I love it, but... It's hard when you aren't together. No, and I mean, I will say, he has always been an amazing dad. Yeah. Like, a natural parent, and nobody, not even his family, thought he would be a good stepdad or parent. Yeah. So, it's shocking to people, and I mean, he's a better parent than I am. 100%. Grady is a better parent than me. I have no yeah. problems in every form, every way. And... But I'm just like, I love that y'all have that daddy-daughter relationship, just like I have my relationship, like that mother-son thing. Yeah. But I need you to calm it down, because you came back from him like two hours ago, and you're going to survive. You're yeah. going to be <laughs> And she tries to use the, well, daddy said if I want to talk to him or go over there, then I could call him. And when we first separated and started through the divorce and everything, I was like, no, you need to tell her, yes, she can do that, but we're not going to be using this as a manipulating thing. Yeah. I know she's four, but she acts like she's 14, and I'm sorry, she knows what she's doing to a yeah. certain extent. When she stops crying and then immediately laughs like a psychotic person. <laughs> Finley does that. Uh, does she? <laughs> yes. Oh, my god. Me and Shane all the time, I'm like, we're raising a psychopath. <laughs> she's okay, crazy. Well, they're twins. Yeah. She scares me yeah. a little bit. Like, she loves Wednesday. She thinks she's Wednesday Adams. Oh, my God. Which, that's probably my fault. She's but, you. <laughs> yeah. It's my fault a little bit, but she, like, she's aggressive. Like, when I got home from work today, she just growled at me, and then she was crying on the way to the fair or Summerfest, and I was like, what are you crying for? Like, we're going to go get your dad, which was weird because we haven't been in the same vehicle. And Oh, did you pick him up? Yeah. That's funny. We have been in the same vehicle in forever. Well, I didn't want to pay. Like, we didn't want to pay two vehicles to park and all yeah. that. And, I don't know, we were just lazy. And I was just driving, had my music on. I was like, sup, what's up? And then he said, oh, God, here we go. And I was like, all right, put my music on. <laughs> and then Leslie said, what are you doing here, daddy? But look, I'm so excited to see you. I'm a princess. I'm this. And I'm like, they just go on. So it was the first time we've actually been around each other like yeah. that. But you know what, what is so random? Um, I'm pretty sure she goes to, like, Chevy's dad's house on. Yeah. I was thinking about that. And I was like, okay, so Tyler lives with his parents, which also is his brother. His sister-in-law, their kid, um, Chevy comes, you know, on the weekends or every other weekend, every other Thursday, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very aware. So I'm very aware. He pulled her out of her preschool in Pleasant View and preschool is hard to get into. Yeah. Anything, there's spots. Like just like, on the weeks that he has her or? Completely, completely when our whole thing started and there's more to that, but he pulled her out, and then he found his own childcare, which is that. And I was trying to figure out childcare, and I couldn't. I was like, "All right, well, let me send her to them." And he would not. I he wouldn't tell me the name, address, anything. He finally told me a little bit 
Rosalie said, oh, we go to church. Like, I had to find stuff out through Rosalie. And he was like, well, you're not going to pay them. I said, whenever I ever not paid the child care, like, we paid way more at the preschool she went to. So he was very much, like, he didn't want the divorce. So, so does she still go there, there every other week? Yeah. Because you... we do week on, week off. Yeah. But, the, well, she goes on his week over there. And then when it's my week, she doesn't. But that's, we had a huge argument over that. I'm like, you just pulled her out of preschool without my permission. Like, we have 50-50 custody. It's in the contract that so you can't do that. Yeah. But he did whatever. He probably knew you weren't going to take him back to court over that. No. And th- there's so much more with that. But I was like, at the end of the day, like, I need to quit being a little bit psycho. And because <laughs> it was getting bad. Like, yeah. bad. And... Yeah, I mean, Rosalie just told me where she was and figured out stuff. And I was like, so I can't take her. And he finally one day was going to let me take her. And he was being petty about money. And I was like, I'm going to pay her. And he was just being so nuts. And I was like, forget it. I'm not taking her. I'm taking her to work with me. So he called them and apologized and, like, put everything on me. And I was like, you didn't even – you're not even telling them that you won't tell me anything or, like, you're making me look crazy. Does he know um, that my kid lives there? Yeah. He he's he knows. He he knows Chevy. That's so weird. That is so weird. Internet? Yeah. I mean he knows all that. And I guess like he got I don't know, like he, he's dating and stuff, so he got really weird with everything and like church and all this, which that's great. But I was just like you're using everything in a way to make it difficult with our co-parenting but like this week we're great the past few weeks we've been great yeah um, co-parenting is so weird because like I I'll have like an issue with something and I'm like is this really worth because if we get into it we're gonna get into it so is this worth it or is this not worth it (laughs) like I've really had to learn like if it's not gonna matter like you know like them telling Chevy whatever I'm like that would have I could have shown my ass and I could have blown up and acted psycho, but I'm like, at the end of the day, they're really showing my kid in that moment who they are because like, I don't know, like trying to put his mom down and I'm just like, I was like, he'll find out and I don't know, like, like some people put way too much energy into not having a good co-parenting relationship and I'm like, I don't have energy for that. I have four kids, so... I think my issue is, like, he can, he'll either argue hardcore or he will completely ignore me. And the worst thing someone can do is ignore me. That's me. I feel like that would be Shane if we ever um, divorced. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I, like, it makes me psychotic. I'm assuming it makes you psychotic. Yeah. Because I. Like, I'll call, I'll make you block me because I will call you so much or I'll, like. Yeah, but then I'm like, you're not going to block me. And, like, when I moved out and everything, I was like, my name's still on the lease. My name is still on this. I said, we're not officially divorced yet. I was like, I'll show up if I want to. And he changed the locks. So, eventually, like. He changed the locks. <laughs> he, all kinds of stuff. He got a keypad. And I remember one day, I was like, it's the last for your social. And I was like, dang it. It's not the last for your social. What could he put this as? And, um, like, he didn't even want me to pull up on the property. 
Nothing. Does he still live in that house? Yes. And um, so we meet at Walmart normally. Yeah, and, we do too. But, like, I, for the first time today, I went and picked him up. And I was like, okay. I know I know how to get here. I remember. This is weird being in this driveway right now. He's allowing me to be here. And we're not going psychotic. But so where do I have you... not mastered that yet. Yeah. It's hard. But it's probably also way harder for y'all because you were married and it was, it looked a lot different. Me and Tyler were so on and off that like by the time I had Chevy, it was like we were not even in a relationship. But honestly, like if we would have never had Chevy, like kind of like you said about Grady, like me and Tyler could have been best friends. Yeah. And like even now, like he, obviously like whenever he has fallouts with like girlfriends or relationships, like he kind of reaches out just like, hey, heads up, like whatever and I'm like we can kind of talk about it like I feel like I'm like like I don't know like I'm like okay like you know don't worry like you can you know you're gonna find the right one whatever but I'm like we could have been best friends but like sometimes we argue so much and I'm like this is why I hate you so much (laughs) exactly I mean I literally at the summer fest he was making me so mad because he's like I pay for the fair every year so you're gonna pay for it and I was like fine by the way, don't go. It's stupid expensive. French fries are $10. Oh, my God. And I was so mad, but he thought it was so hilarious that I had to spend so much money for basically nothing. And I am i don't know why, but I was getting so irritable. I think there's just little things that he was doing that reminded me of our marriage. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't stand you. But then, like, we get in the car, and he cracks me up, and I'm like, you know... Even though it didn't work out, this is why you were my friend. This is why, at the end of the day, like, I loved you at one point. I think I'm always going to have some type of love for Mm -hmm. you there. I want to murder you half the time. Yeah. But, I mean, you're the father of my child, and I just want you to be my friend. Like, why can't you just be my friend? And I think we're somewhat getting to that. Yeah. I think you'll change week by week for probably the next year, but we'll see. Our divorce is still very new. So, so where does Rosalie go on your weeks? Um, so my Nana is keeping her right now. Oh, okay. Um, my Nana will come here or, and they'll go to the pool and everything. Yeah. Or, um, she'll come here and then take her back to Kingston Springs and then come back out here. Sometimes she'll keep her for the night, but I mean, it's literally. Does she keep Jeremiah too? Uh, yes, and, um, like, he goes to the summer school camp thing right now. Oh, okay. one of the third graders. That yeah. Didn't do the best. Yeah. But, um, like, that's 9 to 2.30, so, like, she's here in the morning. He gets on the bus for that, and then yeah. they go to conference springs, or they go at the pool, and then she's back by the time he gets off the bus. Okay. So, it's not bad. Yeah. And they like it, so... It makes it easier for me. I don't yeah. have to pay at the moment. I know. I saw, I had to go take Chevy something. It was like, because when he goes on Thursdays, like he's there all day Friday. And so it was one day they were out of school and I had to go take him something over there. And I saw Rosalie and I was like, I, was like, I think I know that little girl. <laughs> yeah, she, um, she talks about them a lot. She talks about everybody at church a lot. I don't know if it's the same church or not, but. It's a church that I think I've been to, and I don't want to say much, because if it is, it wasn't necessarily yeah. favorite. Yeah. 
um which there's nothing wrong with that like everybody has their yeah. abilities and honestly i was very not anti-church but like in our later part of our marriage he really wanted to go and i just i was super like depressed and didn't really care i was yeah. like i don't care um and if i can't if i try it and i can't get something out of it then no and it if it's the same one, it's very old school thinking mindset. Um, like a wife should do this, a man should do this type yeah. thing. And which Grady's not even that way at all. So I was like, I'm confused. Why? I mean, that's okay that other people think that, but why am I here? Yeah. Cause I don't like anything I'm hearing <laughs> and I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah. Um, but like Rosalie, she'll say all the time, she's like, I'm going to church with my dad. I really don't even know what church it is. Yeah. I think I do, but I don't. And, um, like, I guess that's where his, um, girlfriend and their kids and every, her kids and everything goes. Oh, does he have a girlfriend? Yeah. Um, I think so. But that was like, I got in a relationship after, which was probably stupid. But he kind of did it as well. That and guy was like TikTok famous. He is. He is. Um, I was like, okay. <laughs> so he's military. And okay, so after your divorce, we'll go back yeah. to. Well, okay, let's come back to this because I want to okay. f- ask you how. Okay, so you had Jeremiah. You like, I remember you like busting your ass, like working. You worked so much just to like support you and him. Yeah. And I was telling Shane, I was like, I'm excited to talk to her because I feel like a lot of people could resonate like you just from like where you started, like being a single mom, living in Murfreesboro, like busting your ass working and just like where you are now, like you're still not still, but like you're, you know, single mom again, but you have two kids now and you're, you're still working and stuff, but you're like so much higher up than, I don't know, than you were. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I definitely had, for sure, had struggles along the way. Yeah. I literally started from the bottom and worked my way to the top. Yeah. Literally in the, a situation where most people have a degree, like running companies. And it, I never expected to be where I'm at. And yeah. I mean, I've got knocked down at different times. And then moved up in different positions. I've stepped down in different positions. Yeah. But I've been given opportunities and either they've been a great opportunity and wrong time or the opportunity has been the perfect timing. Like literally just work my way through the whole thing. But if you would have asked me even a year ago or two years ago that I'd be where I'm at today, no, not whatsoever. Like just two years ago, we were struggling. Yeah. I mean, I was making good money, but we were struggling. But I feel like, to be honest, even when I was married and then now not being, I always had that single mom mindset. Yeah. I wanted to be taken care of, and Grady did take care of things in different time frames. But I just, that's all I knew. And that also was something that was a downfall as well. I had to learn that my working so much because that's all I know to not like like 
even when you work a lot, you struggle. Yeah. It, that's a part of it. But all I knew was if I stop working so much, then I'm really not going to be able to make it. And that started affecting everything yeah. in my life. And you think the higher you move up, that it's less like having to be so attached to work in that sense. Yeah. And it's not whatsoever. And that probably also affected our marriage 100%. But I just didn't care. I was like, I have worked hard to get here. Yeah. And I don't care if I get knocked back down and do something else. Like, I'm, my career is everything. Yeah. And that's a good and bad thing. So I think that my work ethic, I'm very proud of. And I'm very proud of how where I started and how I got there, but I'm yeah. definitely, I don't want anyone to think that it's like all peaches and cream because it's not Yeah. at, at all. Um, it comes with a lot of other sacrifices. I've sacrificed so much time away from my kids. Yeah. Like I look at you and I feel like you're such an amazing mom. <laughs> I really do. I like, well, I thank you. could not be a stay at home mom. I couldn't do it. I I would literally lose my sanity. And to be honest, like work is an escape for me. Yeah. So I told Shane all the time he's like like just like riding in the car. Like I love being a stay at home mom and I love being with my kids, but it also comes with its struggles, like you said, like I almost feel sure. like that's part of the reason why I had to get on anxiety medicine because I was just like lashing out all the time. I almost like couldn't handle not couldn't handle my kids but like I was just always just like on edge and I feel like a lot of that came with postpartum depression from having my fourth kid um because I never experienced that before but I told Shane all the time I'm like you get to leave the house get in the car listen to what you want to listen to stop get food don't have to worry about feeding everyone else don't have to worry about like pulling up oh I almost dropped my phone don't have to worry about like pulling up passing all the food out and I'm not joking. If as soon as we get in the car and everyone's seatbelts buckle, Chevy's like, "Hey, turn on this song." And I'm like, "Chevy, I don't want to turn on your songs anymore." Like, I just and I, it's songs that I like, like songs that he likes my kind of music. But I'm like, sometimes I don't just want to sit in silence, and I can't do that with all four of you on the back seat. Right. But I don't know. Like, I at this point, I feel like I couldn't even work. Which I do work Tuesdays and Thursdays at the kids' um, preschool. I work for I do like Mother's Day out, and I really. Like, I do like that, but I really did it to, like, cut their preschool in half. Yeah. Because whenever two of them went to preschool, I'm like, this is going to be, like, $400 a month, and that's expensive. And it's not, like, they go three days a week, so I feel like it's for the whole month. It's not bad, but I don't know. Like, I was only used to paying one kid's preschool, so if I worked there, it cut it in half. So I was still paying that. And so, um, I don't know, and I work with Chesney, so it's really nice to, like, work with a friend and just kind of, like, have that person to talk to all day, and, but, yeah, like, through the summer, I don't work, and I don't know, I'm like, I'm just so jealous of you getting in the car, and I'll go to Walmart, and he calls me, and he's like, do you have a boyfriend at Walmart? Every time you go, you're there for, like, three hours, and I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm just walking around, I'm, like, pushing my buggy by myself. <laughs> yeah, you just use your time away for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like I really have no reason to complain, like, I know that I am, I'm just not meant to be that mom yeah. that is at home. I will get put on the news for going insane. 
And, but I feel like I still need my time because I feel like all I do is put effort into caring for other people in my line of work. It's so exhausting to have to care for people at Mm -hmm. home, which sounds so horrible. But (laughs) when that's literally all you do, I'm like, I want to go to Walmart, but heck, I live across from Walmart and I don't even want to go into Walmart. So I, I just, I don't know. I get it for sure. And I don't feel like I really have a reason to complain because you're literally doing mom life 24 seven. <laughs> and that's why I like the podcast. Cause like right now, like even though I'm just like bunkered down in our storage room, I'm like, all right, I'm by myself. Shane handles the kids. And he's honestly been so great this week. Like Sunday, um, we have Nashville shore season passes and I've been taking the kids and Sunday, he was like, why don't you just go by yourself? And so me and Josiah went just, like, by ourselves. He kept the kids. Um, yesterday and today, he took – well, I had Dak home. But, like, he took Chevy to baseball, took the other kids with him so they could play. And I'm like, all right. Like, he does help out a lot and, like, takes them when he can. But during the day, it's wild. Oh, I could not – like, some people have talked about homeschooling. And I'm like, I could not. Like, me and Chevy I- would – be he doesn't like to not that he doesn't like to listen to me but like even during homework I'm like Chevy it says this how are you not reading that and I forget that he's learning that and I'm 29 or almost 29 so like I know what that says and I'm like I couldn't homeschool because I get so frustrated with why he doesn't understand this yeah when I forget he's only seven (laughs) same but I they teach everything different now too though and it's oh my gosh they Literally, like, I'm sure you've went through it with Jeremiah, but, like, this year for math, it was, like, 22 plus 30, and it's, like, what is two tens plus two ones plus three tens? Yeah. And I'm, like, what the hell? What is this? Why do y'all have to say it like that? Yeah, it makes me mad. I'm, like, I, this is dumb. I'm not doing this. I would never be a teacher. Yeah. And I, you know, props to the people that are teachers. I would not want their job. I think very highly of them. I went to I college to be like a teacher, and then I dropped out. Well, <laughs> I was like, maybe I, it was a sign. Yeah, I literally, like, wanted to teach third grade, and now that whole law, I'm like, I wouldn't make it, because there's so much pressure on those teachers alone. Like, that's yeah. insane. But I I started working, well, so when she, uh, Chevy was two, da- or not Dak, Bo was, like, four months old, and I got a job in an attorney's office, and I literally worked for a month, and I was like, I can't do this. I can't have someone else, like, taking care of my baby, and I feel like now, if I just had those two, I could probably go back to work, but childcare is so expensive and so hard to come yeah. by. I couldn't even go back to work now if I wanted to. No, but, I mean, really, it's prices. I don't, I don't understand it, really. No, and everywhere, like... Even the preschool, so the kids go to Jolton First Baptist um, in Jolton, and even for Mother's Day out, like, girls that literally found out they were pregnant yesterday are calling and getting on the wait list. And, like, their babies can't go until they're three months old, but, like, hey, I'm pregnant, I need to go ahead and get this kid on the wait list. Like, I don't know what gender, I don't know the name, but, like, just put unborn child on the wait list. (laughs) Yeah, like, just put my unborn child on the wait list. And I'm like, I could not... I don't think I could go back to work now if I wanted to just because of that. Like, it would be so hard to find child yeah. care for I mean, you can't. You can't. It's stupid. Rosalie, at that preschool she got pulled out of, was on the wait list for a year. Yeah. And she went there from was a year. And I'm like, she's out. Her spot's gone within five minutes after her being gone. Yeah. 
Um, so did you, okay, so going back to like you working and stuff, did you date around then? Or like, when did you start, like you worked so much, I don't ever remember you like dating or like, um, I don't remember you dating or having a boyfriend, I feel like until Grady. All right, girlies, that's the end of part one with Melanie. I hope that you guys listen next week for part two. She gets more in detail about her marriage, her divorce, and everything in between. It's so good. I've had so much fun catching up with her, and I hope that you guys listen next week. Um, She's been so great, and if you guys have not followed us on at Girly Talk Podcast on Facebook or Instagram, please do that. And if you have not subscribed to us, you can do that wherever you get your podcast. Thank y'all. Have a good week.